Hi, hi, and welcome back to Undelted Africa, where we discuss about Africa and every interesting thing about Africa. And today it's not going to be just me, I have my big brother right here, and we shall be talking about Africa from a North African perspective. So, so brother Uchman, what exactly do you see and what comes to your mind when we talk about Africa and what just, you know, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace and blessings be to all my brothers and sisters in humanity, and especially those that share the right, the right and uh, the right of existence that has been disenfranchised for many of years. To all my brothers and sisters of African origin, I give you guys a peace and blessing. And for those who are celebrating Eid, Eid Mubarak, and may all of you be blessed and well in these hard and tough days that we've been facing here in the West, and I'm sure have been felt in all parts of the globe. So, brother Yaqub, what's up? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, so, um, <coughs> like, you know exactly what, you know, we do on this channel, talking about Come Africa. And, uh, you know, you being a strong enthusiast on uh, social media about Africa, and you know, your view about Africa. What, when you hear the word Africa, what comes to your mind? When I hear the word Africa, what comes to mind is the several experiences, not only first person, but that I've been exposed to as a as a young man in this life of of not only hardship, but as I mentioned earlier, disenfranchisement of those who deserve the same amount of rights and ability to be economically and any otherwise uh, capable in this life mm, right that, that 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 that's deep that's deep yes and so um looking at the um underdevelopment in africa and the you know struggle for development in africa the current state of conflict hunger and all those you know stuff with the current situation of the covid and the issue with the you know madagascar president and the who what's your take on you know development in africa and unity in africa and every of this in africa's relationship you know with the outside world what's your take on that personally my take on the underdevelopment of africa with the knowledge that i have is that is it it is a direct result of western influence for the past three to four hundred years However, we should not use that as a, as a scapegoat for the responsibility of our own leaders to stand up in the face of these Western uh, apostasists and secularists that try and take away our culture and glorify their culture in the name of uh, secularism and the, and the New World Order. So what I say to all my African brothers is, we have a responsibility to uphold our people and our culture and our livelihood. However, the West influences us is our decision. At the end of the day, we are as strong as our weakest link. However, we are represented on a macro base by our strongest links. So we have to create men that are ready to represent where they're from and who they are. I think the underdevelopment in Africa is something that is very underaddressed, as you said. And we can see clearly with this COVID problem, just the, just the fragile nature of politics in Africa and how everything that happens in the West affects us twice or even three times as much. 
because they have established a power system, uh, they have established a power struggle. That whenever we need aid, we have to go through them first. So you just said, whatever happens in the Western countries affects Africa three times more. Can you please explain what, what you mean? Like, what, what, does, what does that mean? Yes, America and Europe have done a very wicked job of establishing economic power uh, in the past, as I've said before, three to four hundred years. Anytime there is a fiscal policy created in Africa, it is created with a European structure. And if it is not created with the European structure, it is created with a white man standing behind ready to accept the signature of an African man. Anytime money is traded between African countries, it must go through Wall Street first. Why is this? Do we not have the ability to be economically independent? Does Africa not have the ability to be self-sufficient? Well, anybody that is African and even those who are not African know very well that Africa is the provider of the majority of resources that this world consumes on a daily basis. So the question is, where does the hypocrisy lie? The hypocrisy lies not only in our understanding, but it relies in our exhibition of our, uh, in, in our exhibition of our resources and our, like I said before, our right to economic freedom. We live in a we live in a in, in a world where people that are of color and of and are of African descent are very marginalized. So what white people do is they've established a law that always protects them and always puts a magnifying glass on us. So that's, that's deep. Yes. If you've noticed, every decision that has been made by Trump was directly, directly followed by African leaders not only bowing at, at their knees, but imploring their own interest in his ideas in order to gain whatever social or economic benefit. This is not the way Africans should lead. Africans should lead by truly expressing the needs of their people. As I said before, every African country and Africa as a whole, as a brotherhood, is as strong as its weakest link, but must be represented by its strongest link. Well, that's, that, that's deep. And, and I, I just, you know, um, saw something interesting yesterday that um, now the world powers in Europe and America are talking about moving the economic activities away from China now to Africa and the analysis behind that is saying that um, Africa by 2040 would um, will be holding about 40% of the world population and they are also looking at the amount of youth in Africa that Africa has one of the one of the um, one of the continent with the highest number of youth, and they look at the economic benefit of that. That moving um, industrial and economic activities from China to to Africa, that that would um, increase um, labor and provide cheap labor, and you know give. And create a, a huge market, you know, for for the West also, and they just signed a treaty, Africa Free Trade um, Connecting something, which I just felt that crazy that Africans are being subjected or tricked, basically, or maybe African leaders are just you know about their social economic benefit. Signing this treaty is knowing the fact that there is nothing like a free trade. It's just the fact that these people set the rules and having them come to Africa again mm. to settle and build industries 
and take and, ex and do very much of, expo of exports and little imports to help the country, where does that put Africa? Do you think Africa would benefit from this free trade treaty with the West or is this another form of colonization through, glo through globalization? Well, Jacob, I can assure you that however we Africans see the situation, in whatever angle we choose to see the fact that white people as always, as they always have, are trying to adjust to changes in the modern world in order to continue to consolidate their power, you can be 100% certain that African leaders are 100% aware of it. And if they're not profiting from it, they're definitely not fighting against it. So I think that also the fact that the world is changing has to be addressed between African countries before anything is accepted from the West. We all know Africa's potential. And the fact that there will be a population bloom in Africa is all the more reason for us to unite and see our true potential as a people. Personally, myself, I come from Northwest Africa. I come from Algeria, a nation of 45 million people where 70% of the population is under the age of 30. Wow. 70% of the population of Algeria is under the age of 30. This is an enormous potential that has yet to be harnessed to this day. So, despite the fact that the West is constantly putting pressure on Africa, which we are used to at this point, we have to have a sincere discussion amongst ourselves on how we can free ourselves from this Western grasp. And the COVID-19 is just, just a testament to how much the West has control in us. With the president of Madagascar making a statement as bold as he made, Look at how much support he had from African countries. Look at the support of the African countries that are close to the West and those who are against the West. Pay attention to the attitudes that have changed towards Madagascar in these past few days and, and between the world, the world Health Organization and African countries who have established a very strong relationship with the West. There is hypocrisy on so many levels that has been undermined. There is much weakness and responsibility that we have to accept that we have to accept amongst ourselves. So do you think Africans should um, embrace the vaccine and uh, as against the the cure mm. coming from Madagascar and Artemisia? Also, yeah, and also um, there's a news going on that from the Gates Foundation is um you know influencing and lobbying for african countries to pass bills that to make um vaccine compulsory in their countries what what's your take on that what what's your take on on the vaccine and the bill gates made a statement saying he wants to manufacture them in africa uh, or he wants uh, to no, no, he, he wants um from what i'm they're saying the fact that for example in nigeria they're passing a, an infectious bill that mandates every citizen in Nigeria to get vaccinated. And uh, stories are saying that that's been, there's a form of lobbying, international lobbying from the Gates Foundation, since um, that's the, that, that's the you know, organization behind the vaccines that is you know, pushing and pressuring um, African leaders to force their, their, their population into um, compulsory vaccination. And do you think Africa, um, it's time for Africa to invest in its um, herbal um, 
cure and knowing the fact that there's so much power in our our concussion as opposed to these um chemicals like you know what do you think in looking at polio also what do you think what's your view on on, on this um to be honest the amount of information i have generally on the subject is very very little and all knowledge belongs to god as we all know but i will say this the fact that the us has appointed a doctor from morocco in order to to manufacture and mass produce this uh, coronavirus cure or vaccine just shows how much the west knows that african influence is necessary in any and every economic endeavor because if and if if we both know something yakub is that there's too much money to be made from covid <laughs> and there's much money to be made from any mass manufacturing of any product whether it be poison or whether it actually be medicine to cure but you can be sure that they'll be using both because as we know the west they like to have their hands in everything so this is what i can say the fact that nigerian governors are actually mandating that everybody should have a vaccine that they don't even know about just shows the willingness and the sheer ignorance that we display when it comes to decisions made by the west so do you know of the vaccine that is proposed to have any effect in nigeria has it been clinically proven to have a positive effect on on coronavirus patients um from what um from what i read yesterday and online it's saying that uh the the covid vaccine would um stimulate um the immune system but it has some few side effects and that's exactly what the side effects and the I, I i i didn't i didn't dig deep in, okay. on, on on that article mm-hmm. but i i just felt that um why do why do africans have to look um up to the west for everything when right within our backyard we have solutions africa looks up to the west as a uh, hand that feeds them personally as a young man i believe to be because we would rather profit from somebody else's work than work ourselves and this is even seen in the grassroots of african economics as far as the covid-19 cure or vaccine the only two compounds that have any uh, clinical evidence supporting their ability to have any positive effect on uh, somebody that is uh, that has induced covid-19 are hydrochloroquine and zithromax with our which are both malaria treatments and which have both been declined as covid-19 vaccines to this day we do not have a covid vaccine that has been neither uh tested positive nor manufactured on, on a mass basis so what i would tell any african politician or any african lobbyist whether he be from the west or be from africa itself trying to lobby for the for the manufacturing and for the mandating of anything being taken at a mass level is are you even sure what this compound is capable of doing to your people have you fully addressed the consequences me and you both know yakub that the wealthy population in africa don't bear the consequences of the poor men in africa So this is this is the deficit in representation that we've both been speaking about for a long time. I think 
Africans understand that they have everything in their hands to bring about their own success and their own cure. But what I don't see is enough initiative in Africans. You know, I, I, I thank you very much. I talk so much around, you know, very much of West Africa. Yes. You know, from knowing the fact that, you know, you're from the northern part of Africa, and it's interesting how they actually, these white people just keep grouping Africa, about 57 countries, and you, 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 you call for over 46 countries, Sahara, um, um, Sub-Saharan Africa. And, 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 and Sahara Africa. And, and, and that's just... That's interesting, the way they just, you know, wake up one morning since, you know, the Berlin Conference, just wake up one morning and just toss African from one place to another, and there Africans follow. You know, from the North African perspective, what, what you discuss on um, development and, and the politics in North Africa, and looking at Algeria, there's so much uprising going on in, in Algeria right now. And, but you don't see the same in Morocco, you know? You don't see the same in Tunis and all that. Uh, is it that um, the Algerians are more aware of how better they can be and they're fighting for something better? Or what, what's the politics in our, in our America? Please kindly of share. Well, just the sheer, the sheer ignorance that the white man has to divide Africa only shows that he clearly has a short memory because it was Africans that taught Europeans the first compass and directions. It was Africans that taught them the first division and mathematics to be able to divide and come to their own conclusions that are self-pleasing. So here's what I have to say about that. I am an American-born African man and the knowledge that I have on the two